Blog Talk Radio. It's already done. It's the Pressure Points Unpacked Podcast with host Tyra Little. We're live Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. This show deals with personal and community issues by getting to the root cause and causes on an open and raw level. We're unpacking emotional, spiritual, mental, and physical topics that influence and often control us. Get ready to unload, examine, and process. Let's get unpacked on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Well, hello, and welcome to Pressure Points Unpacked Podcast. I'm your host, Tyra Little, and today I have with me my producer, Princess Cooper. Today is Election Day, and because of that, I'm going to be out here running around working the polls today as well. And so we just wanted to encourage everyone to get out and vote, and so we want to talk about the candidates a little bit and what's going on in Columbia, South Carolina. So, Princess, welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Amen. Thank you for having me. Hey, you're the producer. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm excited. I love, I love election days. I love um, politics in general. And, um, And as I've been saying to you the past couple of weeks, I think today is a referendum on who Columbia, South Carolina is, and I'm excited to kind of discuss that a little bit. Yes, definitely, definitely. Um this is this is a big this is a big election for us um because when you look at it, you have two sitting city council members that are actually running for the mayor seat. So those are two seats that's already up, you know, we need a new mayor and then you have um the at large seat as well. So that's four seats. And so, you know, as I always talk about on the show as well, you know, about voting, we have to get out here and vote. You know, we have this right. We have to utilize it. It's important. And for the city of Columbia, this is a huge election. So if you're listening to me right now and you haven't voted yet, you have an hour to get to the poll. Actually less than an hour because it closes at 7 o'clock. And it's our civic responsibility. We we yes. we must do this. Um, we're standing on the shoulders of on shoulders of many who have struggled to vote, but voted anyway. Mm-hmm. And we must carry on that that legacy, and um and and have our voices heard. Who do we think are the the candidates that we want? So go vote today. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, um, when you said that, Princess, it brought me back to, um. An older man in our community, um, he's like his family, you know, um, his family. We, we, Our families were like the founding families in the community that I live in. And um, Mr. Rubin, I'll never forget, um, his wife had passed the previous Tuesday before one of the elections. And so they had, you know, already buried her and everything. Well, another election, and I can't remember exactly which one it was, but I remember being out there, and Mr. Rubin got there, and I helped to take the the machine, you know, we offered to go get someone to bring the machine out to him, 
And Mr. Rubin said, no, I'm going to walk in here and he, to vote. Mr. Rubin walked in and voted. Do you know when he went home, he passed? Huh. But he made wow. sure that he got there to take care of his civic duty. He had to go in and to vote, you know. And to me, that it has always just, when I think about him, I think about that. I always remember the fact that even though, you know, he was at a weakened state, but he was determined that he was going to walk in. And I just think that's so powerful because that's one of the last things that he did before he took his last breath. And so, you know, when you think about our older people, um, you know, the the legend makers that have that fought for this right, we do a disservice when we don't get out here and do our part. That's right. And and I've always said too that if we are going to have an opinion about these candidates, and if we're going to have a, an opinion about um, their success and their failures and then we don't go vote, I, I, I really don't understand how you feel you can have a voice if you're not then going to mm-hmm. take that voice to the polls. Be quiet I otherwise. Agree. No, no complaints otherwise. Um, you know, we, take it to the polls and, and voice your opinion there. Try to be a part of change. Be an activist. Be involved. Mm-hmm. And being involved mm-hmm. just can be volunteering somewhere, but we have to do That's that. Right. That's right. We do. And we have to get to the point where we take the time to research our candidates, where we take the time Mm -hmm. to get into our circles of friends and our family and talk about these candidates. Because, you know, we have to get to the point where we're no longer intimidated by what you don't know when it comes to voting. It's too easy to become informed. We live in the age of technology. You can research yes. and find out anything that you want. But I think sometimes people are intimidated when it comes to politics. You know, you don't have to know, you know, everything, but what you what you are unsure of, research it if you don't want to ask someone. But we mm-hmm. have to begin to understand how to vote. Stop giving away your vote because it appears that the Democratic Party automatically has the African-American community vote. No, if that candidate does not line up with your views and and your standards of how you live, and if what they're talking about is not promoting what you want to promote, then you don't have to vote for them. Exactly. Exactly. And and I don't I don't know anybody that really Every, that likes any everything from one one place. I, I don't like everything right. from Chick Fil A, you know. So I don't right. particularly care for everything in the in the Democratic Party. But there's several assumptions here, and 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 we have to challenge ourselves. Um, the Democratic Party assumes that we as African Americans we have their vote, and they're over trying to get the crossover vote. They're not. They they already have counted us as one, two, three, four, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and then the um, other party assumption is is that we are the lesser value of human being, and mm-hmm. they're counting on us not having an ID. They're counting on us not having the knowledge. They're counting on us not to read, and they're counting on us to be lackadaisical about going to the polls. 
So right. I challenge everyone to to um, disprove all of those misnomers about what we do as far as, as politics is concerned. And I think we've proven that um, in this last election, a national election for that elected Joe Biden and so many others, um, and so many African American women are being are running now and winning, and um, and and I'm just not harping on that. Women in general are winning elections, mm-hmm. but we have to disprove some of those misnomers out there that um, we won't come in with our ID and vote. We don't have to count marbles and jelly beans anymore. Our ancestors did right. that for us. Let's continue mm-hmm. that, that what they their work. Let's continue the legacy. That's a fact. That's a fact, man. Mm-hmm. We just we have to become more united in voting, and and that's one of the one of the things that I love when it comes to politics is sitting around and talking about it, getting other people's viewpoints, their ideas, listening to what they're saying. You know, not to say, well, no, you should vote for this one or for that one, but you know, talking to them and saying, okay, well, you chose this candidate, so tell me why. Tell me something about them. You know. Um, just like mm-hmm. um, I have a group of people who I know that we're like, okay, well, hey, let's split this up. You research this one. I research that one. And let's meet back and let's talk about it. Let's discuss it because we have to make this a part of the norm so that the things that we want done, that we can get them done. Because, again, how do we change the way our community is viewed and treated? We, we got to change like, We got to change laws. Exactly. We have to change laws. And the way to uh-huh. do that is we we learn about these candidates. We elect them, we get them in, but then we don't drop them. We still have an obligation <laughs> to them. So how can I help? I mean, you just can't, you know, just vote somebody in and feel like, well, hey, we voted you in, so now you just go work. And then when you don't do what I want you to do or what I felt you should have done or we don't even follow up on the vote, I mean, come on. You know, uh-huh. who who are we holding accountable at this point? You, the, the finger has to point back at us because there's uh-huh. case in point. I get one, and I know I've been guilty of this, and I have to do better myself. We need to take time. We'll go anywhere we want to go, but we don't go and show up at the state house. Go show up at the state house. Get somebody to let your representative know that, hey, you're out here. Your representative would gladly come out and meet you, talk to you, hey, well, would you, you know, you know, hey, stand here or, you know, whatever. They're glad to have you there so you can listen and see what's going on. City council meetings, we need to be there. We need to know what's on the agenda. I'm guilty as well, but I am I am taking it upon myself to do better. I can pull the agenda up online. You know, we have to do better. And when you look at the agenda, if you see there's something that is affecting your community, then doggone it, get your behind down there when they're casting these votes so your voice can be heard. You can actually get put on these agendas. So we got to do our part. Yeah, yeah. And I think candidates who have been in office for 10, 15, 20 years, and we just had a candidate to retire and it was in office for that time, they count on name recognition. They count on, okay, nobody's worried about my platform, um, and we haven't investigated any other of the candidates that are running against me. And they know, okay, I see um, Johnson, so I'm going to go. I'm just going to go Johnson. I didn't know who else, but I, I know him. I didn't see him around. I didn't shook his hand. And certain people just count on that. But no, each election should be 
a review of what you've done and what you haven't done and how has that impacted my community or or my neighborhood or, you know, any things that I'm I'm passionate about. But, you know, Mm -hmm. these candidates discount on name recognition and that'll get me, that'll give me 10% or 20% of the vote, you know, just, just my name out there for the past 10 years. Um, Mm -hmm. And we've got to, we've got to do better. And um, I want to get before we go, I really want to talk with you about um, the audacity and the, gosh, the, the brave um, decision by two of the council um, to say, I'm running for mayor. And right. if I don't win, um, I don't have a seat on, on the council that's either. Right. I, I that's think right. that's a brave step. And that's a, um, that's a step to say, I want this. I want to be mayor mm-hmm. of the city. Um, and right. I'm willing to forsake my years on the council. Um, talk mm-hmm. about that with me. Well, I, again, what you just said—that's a really—it's um, a really bold move because, mm-hmm. as we know, at the end of today, once these polls close, two of those people who are running again, like as I said in the beginning, those city council members, one of them will no longer be represented in politics—not for this time frame. Now they may decide mm-hmm. to go back in at a later date. But um, I think that it shows that they feel confident in what they have done, and, you know, they're dependent on their constituents to look at them and to say if they deem them worthy or not to be the mayor of the city of Columbia. Um, It takes a lot to do that, you know. And so just by walking, just, just by saying, hey, I'm removing my hand here, and I'm throwing my name in this hat here. That's powerful. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. I, I give really them is. credit for that. I give them credit mm-hmm. for that. And, you know, um, and and I want to give a, a shout-out to Steve Benjamin, our mayor. And um, I haven't agreed with everything that he's done, but I'm very pleased with his impact on downtown. I'm very pleased with his impact on on bringing in a uh, minor league baseball team. I'm very, you know, um, pleased with how he has handled himself in the face of a lot of adversity, and he stood tall during the pandemic. i got to give him some credit. credit. Also, his handling of the thousand-year flood, the rain, I remember that in 2015 I thought he was Mm -hmm. impactful then too so I want to give him credit but um, he decided not to run because I think if he had run he would have gotten a lot of votes on name recognition and and some of the Mm -hmm. things he has done for sure yeah 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 but I think also it's good to know when um, Uh. as the things that you've pointed out and you've highlighted that he has done um you also need to know when to bow out to. And so maybe at this point in his life he's seeing that, hey, it's time to it's time for a changing of the guard, you know? Um, one of the other things that uh, when you mentioned about downtown and the things that he's done downtown, but you know what? I think that one of the biggest challenges that is going to come with this new city council is going to be, to not favor one part of Columbia over the other. The challenge is going to be how do you bring the entire city up together 
versus putting more dollars here, all of the other parts of the city is being left out. And I agree with you. At some point, you know, he had to he had to pick his battles too, um, and and I'm sure that these candidates will too. You know, where am I going first, or where am I going last, or where am I putting the bulk of my focus? And he obviously said that he's not going into the outer skirts of District Two, Three, Four. He 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 stayed right there in District One, in District Two, um, in downtown. You're correct, and I see where you're where you're going with this. And 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 when you look at that, you're saying, hmm, you're right. There wasn't a whole lot of development in in Greenview or Downfield Road or in the Northeast. He really stayed downtown um, in his mm-hmm. domain, um, in the Vista, mm-hmm. um, at Five Points, and in the Bull Street district. That Cotton was Town. that's mm-hmm. that's where I saw. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So I agree with mm-hmm. you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and was that an oversight? I, I would say so, but he actually picked his battle and went for it. But I think it was an oversight too. And and I don't know if, gosh, um, the district two councilman Sam and I don't want to call his last name. I don't. I don't. You know, could he have done more? Could he have you know lobbied for more money for more um, activity and more allotment for money in in other areas? Because that's just his. But now I would say this. I will say this. Now, here's here's where, again, where we are held accountable as a community because Sam can get up there and he can push different things on the agenda when we would, you know, hey, saying, hey, this needs to be done, that needs to be done, right? But we have to be there to support him. We have to show up. So when mm-hmm. your county councilmen are trying to address the issues that's in the community, the community needs to show up because that's if true. not, it really does look, again, like you're not interested. So, again, it falls back on this This thing is a twofold thing. Yes, it is our civic duty to go to the poll and to vote, but it's also, again, our civic duty to show up when the person that we have to go back for us. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, so, you know, it's time out for that big voice and that big opinion with no work and no action. You know, we all we all we all have it. Um and man, we gotta do something. We we need to and, and he needs to well if you have if you have that kind of passion about and you're concerned, let put some action behind it. Show up at the at the mm-hmm. council meetings, you know. Mm-hmm. Um ask ask to speak. Um but you just can't have that that big opinion and big voice, and 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 do no work behind it. And and right. we are challenged. We're we're held accountable for voting them in, and then we're we're, we're held accountable for ha- having um, keeping them accountable. We, we, we that's how part of our job. You know, I've heard you say that to all the candidates that you interviewed on on the show. You know, um, the work doesn't stop whether you win or lose, does it? And and that's and, so and that's key. That's right. It is. It is because if you're this excited and you're ready to run, regardless. And see, here's the thing. Sometimes I think that people don't realize that no, no. At this point in time, it doesn't mean that it's no forever. You have an opportunity to run again, or. You you have an opportunity now. People hear what your views are. They hear what your thoughts are. So there's still work for you to do in the community. 
You know, don't just phase completely out because, as we know, everybody is not going to win. I mean, there has been some really great candidates that is uh-huh. that is up for election this time. I mean, I've, you know, listened to their views, their platforms, and we have some brilliant people out here. But we have to figure out how to, for the people who don't get elected, we have to figure out a way to still hold that to where now we can yeah. work with them, you know. Whoever wins, you need to go back to those people who are running against you and say, hey, let's get together and do X, Y, Z. You know, I still need your help. You know, can you pull that support behind me? Because if what you're doing is for the good of the community, win or lose, it still should be for the good of the community because you're still valued and there's something that you can do. And Mm -hmm. so – Today, that's one of the challenges that I want to put out to whoever do whoever wins. I want to see those people that win pull the people who were running, who they were running against. Let's pull this thing together and figure out how we can still stand and make the community great. And I think we're going to end with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. We can end it right there. We we and people, please go out and vote. When this show airs, it yes. will you will have a, less than an hour, but it is important. If you're in line at seven o'clock, your vote will count. That's right. That's right. That's right. So hey, I encourage you go out and vote. Get more involved. Google. Start learning more about how to vote. Be strategic about your voting. And understand that your vote does count. It matters. You matter. Your community matters. Your vote matters. So this is Tyra Little with my producer, Princess Cooper. Thank you so much for being on today. And this is Pressure Points Unpacked. Catch us next week, Tuesday at 6. It's already